my real name. Sure. My, my real name is Antonio Lewis. Oh, okay. But the kids call me, it's an invention. In the neighborhood when I was about nine or 10, they started extrapolating like a Tommy, Tony, Tonky. And finally it was Tonky. And I say, at that time I said, no, don't call me like that. Uh, but some years later I say, thank you guys. <laughs> you gave me a distinctive, uh, a very different name for to be artist. Right. It's great. Tonky is, the, is my name from, 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 from my teens. Okay. Uh, only my grandmother called me Antonio. So <laughs> I'm used to being in my papers. Is right. Antonio because official right, paper, right, right. obviously. But everybody called me Tonky. I am talking to Tonky de la Pena. Is that correct? Am I close? Yes, correct. <laughs> Very correct. From, from the Tonky Blues Band in Madrid. And um, Tonky's been kind enough to sit down with me and uh, talk to me about his life in the blues and give mm -hmm. me a sense of what the Madrid and Spanish blues scene is like. Tell me how you first got into the blues yourself. Well, I started as child musician. When I was 12, I got my, my, my first Spanish guitar. Somebody in my family uh, gave me as, as a gift. And I didn't know how to play at all, but I was making rhythms in the streets, trying to copy Beatles songs. Mm -hmm. I was crazy about Beatles. In fact, I'm a musician across the Beatles. I still got all my 45s right. from 60s. And the, the best gift that somebody can gave me at that time was a, a single, a Beatles single mm -hmm. in my birthday or something. So, and I, were, I was really into this kind of music, beat music like rock and roll and, but one day, I get me a Rolling Stone record. And in the side B, they was playing a song called Little Red Rooster. And I was really into this thing for, for weeks because I heard um, to Brian Jones, the guitar player at that time with the Rolling Stones, playing slide guitar. And that sounds to me like very exotic, something like Hawaiian, mm -hmm. something. Gang, 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 gang. And I say, wow, <laughs> this is very, very, very different and very soulful. I like it. And the Rolling Stones was very inspired in the all black bluesman in his forms and and I started getting into the thing through those mostly British blues and some American bands like Spencer Davis Group, um, um, many other 10 years after. Mm -hmm. And they discovered me the blues, then Hendrix, and they play, they play a kind of acid blues or blues rock, but I was getting into and into the black thing and I started discovering Albert King one day in a record that somebody lent me. And I fall in love with this route. I was getting more and more involved in this, in this style. 
did you did you recognize the difference between the British blues bands and somebody like Albert King? Like, was there a big difference in hearing the two, or did they kind of melt together for you? There is a difference, because the way to play, first of all, is different. It's, you can recognize instantaneously the voice mm -hmm. of a black man. It's something ethnic. Nobody, or almost nobody, if, 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 if it's not a black man, can see like an Afro-American. This is very obvious. So, after that is the way to play is also different because they are more basic. So they are more basic. Ba okay. Basic. Yeah. Sometimes they are more basic, and the, also the way to play guitar, for example, is easy to recognize. Normally, the, the, the players that they are not black, is no matter from where it is, they play with more uh, precision in the notes, but losing the, sometimes the soul of the message. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's in, 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 my, in my case, it's, it's very easy to, more, more today because I'm very used. But even people that start listening the blues for first time, if they pay a little attention, they can recognize very easy this difference. At that point, when you were starting to get into it, did you have any other access other than radio or records? Like, would you be able to see some of these blues artists perform live? Oh, well. The blues at that time, the blues at that time was there, also in Spain, because in, in 60s, even late 50s, there was some early rock and roll bands in Spain, mm -hmm. Los Estudiantes, Los Cirex, Los Brincos, early 60s, very, very uh, famous, the rock and roll in Spain too. No, the only thing that you you cannot at that time talk about politics in the in the lyrics, right. because that if you was talking about love or dancing or whatever, man, you can see the Spanish movies in sixties. There's plenty of big big bands and everybody was into the the rock and roll. But the Beatles play in nineteen sixty five here in an enormous bull ring very famous bull ring here in central Madrid. Mm -hmm. And they stay no far from his hotel, in the other side of the avenue. Uh, very famous hotel that they still sells the rooms that they use. And the, the, the mythomaniacs still goes mm -hmm. to the same roots. Rock and roll was there. And blues too, because the rock bands always play one or two blues in the show. But at that time, it was uh, many, many, many records uh, released in Spain. I got some to prove it. For example, 1965, 1966, 
Johnny Hooker singles made in Spain. It's, it's incredible. Some people don't believe. And some people want to buy me this, right. especially record, record collectors, mm -hmm. especially in France. There is a, a big thing over there for strange records from Poland or Czechia or Spain or right. Portugal or whatever, because they got different slips and not like today, but when somebody wanted, at that time, you, you, you can't find something in, in flea markets on, and some books too, but no, no, nothing like today. It was very difficult to, to get information in, in early 70s, uh, until mid-late 70s that the thing started getting more, more easy. And you started your band in the 80s, right? My band, I started my band in 80s, in 84. And at this point, you're thinking, I'm going to play blues. Oh, yes. But I, I started 10 years before as a musician. Okay. It's no hi, and I start my band. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you have to get graduate, yeah. Yeah. Um, backing singers, uh, starting uh, neighborhood rock and roll bands. And I left the university, uh, and uh, I went to to play straight as full-time musician. My father was very unhappy at that time, saying, "Oh, this is musician. This is unstable." Um, what was the scene like? Like, how unstable was it back then to become a musician? Oh. That was my father's idea, that when, when I proved that, that, that I was earning my life mm -hmm. in the right way, uh, if you are working hard and you really want something, you get it. So that's what I did. Can I, can I ask what that meant, like working hard and, and going after it? What did that mean to you? Did that mean playing as many places as possible? Oh, yeah. Playing as many nights as possible? Many, many nights as possible, many festivals as possible, and leave a, a, a good reputation in order to, to be uh, well regarded uh, and respect. Then the things happen. The people call you. For, I always go to Germany for festival, France for festival twice, three year, three times a year to every country. I go to Italy also. How easy is it for a Spanish musician to be recognized in Germany or in France? I mean, are they welcoming to you? Are they open to you or? Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. The people like discover. The people like something different. Always. This is universal. I never heard that somebody Close the door because you come from somewhere or no. Yeah. It's the opposite. They like it. You have to prove it. Mm -hmm. It's not a gift. Like, a, oh, you come from Philippines and we are crazy for you. No, no, it's nothing like this. No. It's nothing like this. It's a joke. But, but, but there's you see what I mean? biases, right? Like, I, I would think going to the States would be difficult for some European bands. There's a lot of competition in Europe. Right. A lot. I think things have changed. But I think it's still 
a lot of competition. Exactly. No, no, no. In my case, and it's, it's honest what I'm going to say, I love competition because for me it's... I get stronger with the, with the adversity sometimes. Right. When you have to really prove that you are good enough to be in a, in a program or to be headliner in somewhere. But uh, let me tell you, uh, when you do your thing and you play your, 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 your real thing and comes from inside and you show confidence, you make a good show and everybody's happy, no matter where. I play every year in Dallas too. Dallas, Houston, Galveston. I'm very used to go to the to Texas every year. I got a, a circuit, an enormous circuit over there with very good friends of mine. They invite me. And over there is not a joke too. Because there is good ones, but they are very uh I don't know how to say average or mm -hmm. mediocre. Mediocre, Medi yeah. me mediocre musicians too. I want to speak clear. And they are working. There is a lot of competition. But when you start playing with them, sometimes even they don't ask me where I'm from. I'm somebody in the stage. They discover where I'm from later. Sometimes, and they say, "Yeah, you are good." Okay, but uh, oh, probably they th they thought that I'm from somewhere in America or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But they say oh, from Spain. Oh, nobody told me. Oh, great. So this is a big proof that to let you know my impression is when you when you go straight to something and you do your thing there is no walls okay so tell me you started off in a rock band you did 10 years playing different kinds of music and whatever yeah did that whatever you established in the 10 years did that help you start your blues band like did you have a name because of that other band that allowed you to initiate a new blues band or was it just a, a way in for you to practice and get better and then start anew as a, a blues musician? No, no, no. Everything was connect. Okay. Was an evolution. When I started playing rock and roll, about when I, I had my band at the school with 17, I was 17, and we was playing in parties, school parties and some neighborhoods uh, dancing in fiestas and things like this. I was, we was playing some Beatles, Rolling Stones, our own things, many Chuck Berry things that was connected with the black thing. Mm -hmm. And I was getting my uh, instruction as instrumentalist and that was very valid for for my evolution in in the blues direction so I was uh, learning that 
in the blues you have to you have to play with more sense of the volume the emotion and the uh, message less notes but straight to heart and rock and roll was more effective thing like a, you know no so thinking notes but in the blues you always try to to give a message and a stronger message than than other kind of music so at the time that you started your blues band in 84 were there many blues bands in spain were there any blues bands in spain yes some people play the blues but no serious seriously no something like a, a stable band playing blues from from the beginning to the end of the show. It was me that I put it in. As I told you, uh, many, many bands play some blues mm -hmm. in the show. Many. Uh, like other bands in America did. I remember Steppenwolf, mm -hmm. for example. They play half and a half. Right. Or even 10 years after, they play some Rock and roll, do you remember in Bootstock? So a little 16, but after that, they play B.B. King style. Mm -hmm. So, was like this, but not recognized as a blues band, so unstable blues band. Was that a risky thing for you to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you thought this was the thing to do? Oh, I was absolutely determined to do it. It was something that I wanted for, for a long time. Even in the late 70s, early 80s, I was uh, always looking for the right musicians to play this, this, this style. It was not very easy. But I discovered one thing playing the blues, that I was ready to play in many, many kind of venues and in small clubs that I, that they, they, they didn't like the high volume of rock and roll. But they didn't want also so much uh, intellectual thing of the jazz. Mm -hmm. So the blues was in the middle of the, po it was in, in between of those, those style. Rock and roll people like the blues because got the root and jazz people got the, the, the blues because got the soul and the message and the inspiration inspiration for the improvisation. So that's great for me to work in many kind of clubs, even for low volume places as restaurants or or dancing dancing clubs with with people expecting have fun in the weekend. So when you first started it with your blues band, were you mainly playing in Madrid and could you keep yourself busy all the time in Madrid or did you have to travel all over Spain to keep to get, get the gigs? I started many gigs in my, here in Madrid, everywhere. And uh, let me tell you, I was in the place at the right moment. Why? Maybe you don't know, but let me tell you what happened in Madrid. Madrid was the city in Europe in the 80s. What's called La Movida Madrileña. The Madrilian movement. What's famous in the world is where 
Almodovar started, and many rock bands started famous in the world, especially Spanish-speaking countries like, you know, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Venezuela. It, it was, it's like like British bands for America was uh, Latin America for the for the Spanish bands. Eighties was the right moment. It's where the the business started developing. It was a boom. Everything was booming. We we went into the European community at that time, and money was rolling and rolling like crazy. We was after the the transition, the the, the political process mm -hmm. after Franco too. So everybody was like a mm, like a, the twenties after the First World War, right. like a huh. A joy, a joy to live, joy for art, everything, art deco, oh, Dali, uh, Buñuel, everything was crazy about everything. 80s, Madrid was incredible. The people that live, if you, you speak with them someday, they're going to they're gonna say the same thing that, I, that, I, that I'm telling you now. Clubs were, were everywhere in every neighborhood. So sometimes we played 35, 35 times in one month. We played every night and we played double gig right. about three o'clock in the morning until six. This is real. This is real. There is books. I bought a books about Movida Madrileña, especially in Paris. There was very interesting in France about the uh, 80s for cinema and for and I got, I got books that can prove this incredible action, incredible action at that time. So I was working a lot in the 80s, but I always moved in, in all around Spain, in provincial towns that they want bands to play too, with very nice clubs sometimes. And at that time was typical the special treatment in the provincial towns for better than in the big city. Uh, for food and for places to stay. We play in the coast, everywhere. Always all around Spain and especially southern France. From northern Spain like uh, San Sebastian, Pamplona, Zaragoza, um, Bordeaux in France, uh, Po, uh, Bayonne, many. In southern Spain, Andalusia, well, many, many. Seville and Sevilla, uh, Almeria, and Malaga, many places. So the, the, the circuit started and it started and it started and many of the bands that many of the young musicians saw me in those capitals in southern Spain or in Galicia, Basque country. They started bands after saw me playing the blues. And that's why they call you the father of Spanish yes. I'm so, I, 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 I say this with all my, my, my humility, I yeah. mean, my, my humble thing, but there's many guys that send me messages and call me, oh, thank you, thank you. It's the first time that I, I saw somebody playing slide guitar in front of me, and they was, I was impressed, and I say, yeah, I want to sound like, like this. Uh, it's nice. How, how does that make you feel? Oh, this is it's great. Sometimes it's... it's uh, all the artists got ego, mm -hmm. but my ego is, is something like a, 
very controlled ego. Very, very, I want to, I want to be recognized. I, I like recognition, but it's no, it's, it's, it's the most important thing for me uh, because I want to make sure that I, I, that something is happening when I'm playing. No, for to be a big star that I'm not. I'm very well, I'm a respect man, mm -hmm. not so big like other Europeans in, 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 in the continent, that they are big names in France, in Germany, in Italy. They, they know me, we are friends. They play sometimes in better places than me in, in America on a big festival. No, it's not, it's not my problem, it's, I'm happy with with the recognition that I get. So tell me, when you first started playing and you decided that I want to be a blues man, tell me what you had in mind, not, not knowing this explosion of everything from Madrid and, and the cultural explosion, but tell me when you said, I'm going to be putting together a blues band. If I went and asked you in 84, what do you hope to accomplish with this? What would your answer have been back then? Mm, the only thing that I have in mind at that time was really sound like the, the closer possible to the model that emotioned me. Like those Chicago players, uh, especially Urban Blues, uh, because to be to be into the into the primitive route for a European guy is is not easy or whatever <laughs> or a, or a, I don't know a Polynesian guy that like it is not easy for him nobody born in it's, it's not easy to to have this ethnic thing in your voice and but what I really wanted was to get closer to those Albert King and BB, uh, Magic Sun, all the trash things from Chicago. Right. Chicago music. Let me tell you something, Marco. As you said, a bluesman. Well, to say bluesman is for me too much to me. I, rec I, I, I call myself blues musician. Because a bluesman got different connotation. Is correct connotation in English? Yes, yes. Connotation is. Yeah. Connotation. Sometimes I, I invent words <laughs> because no, no, in Spanish it's the same yeah, thing, yeah. and I said, okay, that must be same in English. But they got different connotation because bluesman is something that grow up in the oppression and got a tradition from his ancestors, African ancestors, and they was developing developing an, an invention, an invention in America, listening with the people play there in, 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 in his traditions. The, the, the white people in America, they bring it from Europe many, many of the things different that the, in Africa didn't happen, didn't exist. They discovered the guitar, they discovered the harmonica, they discovered the piano. And this process 
makes a special uh, individual and make the evolution of a mix and I wait to sing uh, depress, depression or this. The Europeans learn this and we fall in love. It's correct, it's right, it's nothing wrong with this. It's like, a, I would like to find the, the right English word to say, it's, um, it's, it's legitimate. Right. Legitim. Legitimo. It's legitim. When you are in the planet Earth and you like something, it's yours too. Because it's in the air. No matter what you say, only where where you from come from. But if you like and you wanna make it's like cooking. Oh uh, Thailand food is great. I wanna cook like this. It's my right because I'm here. I learn. Nobody gonna say, tell me, no, you can't. <laughs> Music is the same. Right. It's in the air. It's universal and belongs to everybody. The blacks dig too. Because the, the accordion was in, in, in America for the, the, the Spanish and the French in Louisiana and Texas. Mm -hmm. The guitar from Mexico, the, the Spanish guitar, and the, the cowboys, the vaqueros, the, the cowboys, Mexi Mexicans, were singing songs like uh, <laughs> rancheras. And they went to the folk. The harmonica, the Germans, bring it with their harmonica. And the black saying, it's cheap and it can play. <laughs> and they started the African inflection right. in, this, in this instrument. It's fantastic. They did, and I said, I can do it too. It's my right. But I don't call myself a bluesman because bluesman is something more like music. So it's very important. No, I am to call me, to call my, I call myself honestly, to be honest, blues musician. Tell me, you lived, did you, go, you lived in the States for a little while, did you? On and off, not too long, but one more here, but for years and years. I, I started in early 80s. I, 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 I was married eight years with a, an American woman from Minneapolis, and here in Spain, but we went to America every year in Minneapolis, and, and I, I, I went to see in the clubs to, to Albert King in the caboose, Union Bar, and Mary Waters, blues man, was for me, was late. So tell me how important that was for you to be there and to see these Oh people. yeah. Was the real confirmation of what I wanted was real my, my thing. That's something that I had in mind years before, because when I was in bands, I always was the guy, the blues guy, always playing slide or playing like Mike Bloomfield. Mike Bloomfield was one of my favorite guitar players in, because I, di I discovered him in the early 70s. And the, in, a, in, a band, in, a, in an album called Super Session. Yes. And I say, wow, he's playing like Albert King and Bibi, but he's making it easy for me because it's, okay, it's second hand thing because it's another white guy. Uh, Transformate, I mean, uh, transformer, the original thing, 
and I, and I get it easier if I go straight to the black guy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was a, 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 very, a very important uh, influence for me, especially Butterfield Blues Band. What's my model? I said, hmm, this is what I want. I was always looking for a harmonica player to join a band similar to Butterfield Blues Band. At that time, I'm talking about 1979, and uh, when I went to America for the first time, I discovered the clubs, and every week was somebody playing, like pff, Roy Buchanan, uh, Leon Russell. Uh, every week, we, we was uh, Brian Auger, many different, many different players, all type, all type of music. I, I see everything, but my favorite thing was waiting for the real, Chicago players, but I got Junior Wells, some Seals, uh, Albert King, I saw it, as I told you. Mm -hmm. uh, Clarence Gate Mouth Brown, oh, when I saw the guy in first time, I, I went to speak with him, oh, I'm from, uh, from Spain, oh, I was in Spain in 1979, playing, oh man, oh. and I, was, I saw a picture in the wall with, with staples, and I said, <laughs> sign it. <laughs> In the, in the hallway, there was for the concert, no, not for decoration in the, but it was in the concert for that. <laughs> and he said, please, sign it here. Oh yeah, and I got this, like uh, my, my, my relics, relics. Mm -hmm. To see the real American players in front of me was very, very, very impressive. Every week, every week, for five dollars, sometimes three, especially in Minneapolis. And the Union Bar, the Caboose, uh, Libation Station, Pain Reliever, many clubs with guys every week. I, I saw many of them, and Body Guy Junior Wells was absolutely. I got some pictures with them at that time. You can you can see it in mostly in in the old site of. Uh, no Facebook uh, before. MySpace. Uh, MySpace, yeah, yeah. MySpace. If you take a look in MySpace, you will see me in very, very early 80s with Barry Guy Junior Well in the middle. And I, I, I was so brave, like, a, hey, hi, nice to meet you. I play the blues. <laughs> the guy is American sometimes. This guy, where are you from? Where are you from? <laughs> so they invite me to play. I play with many of them. And you also toured in Spain with a lot of oh yeah, that people. some years later. Yeah, some years like later. Like McTaylor and yeah, we was talking about uh, my first impression in America right. with the real bluesmen in front of me playing in clubs. And when I came in, when I came, I started the first. Uh, rehearsals as bands, well, uh, models of, the, of my future blues band, but I didn't get enough work and I was required for rock bands because it was good backing mm -hmm. for rhythms and for singles and for singers and, and bands uh, touring. And I, I developed very, very, very much the ability to hear, retain in my brain, and reproduce. In the, this is the, for me the, the real quality of a musician. 
when you listen something and you make yours the information. It's yours right now. Right. You put it in the in the hardware. So I had a lot of work and but I, my idea was there after coming from America. And I went back to America almost every year, sometimes every two years, but especially with some other people in, in different parts of, of America, especially in Texas. For I met a guy from Texas, very, very, very incredible harmonica player called Paul Orta. Paul Orta is, is from Port Arthur, Texas, and a small town in the coast. Mm -hmm. But he moved in 80s to, to Austin, and he started making a, a, a lot of noise in, over there. Even a competition with the fabulous Thunderbirds at that time in different clubs, like a same lineup, harmonica, guitar, bass, and drums. And, but the guy had no so good habits, and they lose the chance to be bigger while the fabulous Thunderbird was coming up. <laughs> but fantastic guy. And I played with him in France for the first time. I mean, he bring it to, to Spain for very late 80s. And, and he introduced me in the circuit in Texas. And by myself, I start making bigger and bigger and bigger the contacts. So now, every time I go, I got a gig in Dallas, especially Dallas, all around Dallas, Fort Worth, in many, in many clubs, even some festivals. And also in Ohio, that's nothing to do with it. It's, it's, it's Midwest, but, uh, but uh, I met other musicians in France playing in festivals that they, they are from Ohio and they say, okay, we want you in a festival, in Creekside Festival and Blues for a Cure in Columbus. And, uh, and I do this every two years, I go there too. And I bring it then to Spain. In two weeks, I'm gonna be in France again, playing with uh, Sugar Ray Norcia and the Blue Tones. Yes. And the uh, little Charlie Batting. Fantastic guitar player. From Little Charlie and the Night Cats. Yes. So, uh, this, this is getting bigger and bigger. And my connection to the real thing in America made me stronger in my in my confidence that what I do is well accepted. Because when you are isolated, and when you are isolated that you don't you don't know if what you do is the real thing or do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. You understand me. Can I ask you I know what you do is your thing, because every every musician brings their own thing to it. Oh yeah. But if I said you play blues in, from Spain, do you bring an element of Spain into your music? Sometimes, sometimes. I always, I always, I started making a lot of uh, blues in Spanish, with Spanish words. One thing is true, the people when listen his language and understand the message, got a kind of there is a war. Uh, get get into into the into the, more into the thing that is listening 
language that don't understand mm -hmm. and like the melody, but uh, I found the word complicity. Get more complicity. Because I started the things like Tengo pasta en el banco, y ahora estoy en blanco. La nevera está vacía. For example, people, oh, a guy that got problems, uh, got no job, oh, in the refrigerator is empty. And, oh, poor thing. <laughs> people laughing, right. I make jokes. This is my way to make my own thing into the blues because the blues is magic in this sense. It's very open. You got many colors. You can put many things to uh, the, uh, different influence and make it sound like blues. So I, I did many times. As a slide player, tell me, was there a moment where you learned something that just made a big difference in your slide guitar playing? Oh yeah. And more was getting into the thing, more was discovering that, oh, it's a big forest. <laughs> this is very difficult thing. And other, other guys that show me how to play slide before I went straight to the real black model were big rock stars like Johnny Winter, Dwayne Allman in the Allman Brothers band. Even Mike Bloomfield, Alan Wilson in Ken Hill, for example. Mm -hmm. He was very, was easier for me to imitate that sound that try Fred McDowell or uh, Elmore James. But I always, I always love Elmore James' theme, but sometimes, I mean, when I was 18, things like this, 19. I was trying to get the thing through Fleetwood Mac, that they was playing those things very, very close to the original, but always more because the time, the black timing was like a, there was no so technique, but they were soulful. Right. And if, if other guy tried to play like this, mm -hmm. you are a bad drummer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. So I said, people make they are, but the timing was, and he say, hmm, this, but uh, to play like those black drummers was something very difficult to recognize what he was doing. First of all, for the recording quality. Yeah. Secondly, because the technique was very particular. No easy for anybody. And uh, I was getting into more and more and more into the into the the original players, but always trying to find um, an in between because I never consider myself a straight root all thing blues musician. I, I like everything. I, I'm, I feel comfortable in the blues because it's very permissive. It's very open. Mm -hmm. If you play with, with 
with good feeling, people are gonna like. I mean, even the more demanding blues fans, they're gonna accept you as blues musician because it's into the root. For me, the, the, the blues is like a tree. You, you can go to the arms of the, of the earth if, if you don't understand the root. Right. So, but people, people, real blues fans are sometimes very open. No, no, like, no, 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 we only uh, like uh, those 30 Mississippi players. Like, uh, yeah. Now, this is rock and roll. They consider, they consider a little Walter rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Because those rhythms at that time was what? What they are playing? Like a bump, 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 the mellow down. And I say, this is not blues. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I'm like, this is, okay, yeah, got groove because got the black thing, the black African thing. <sighs> but that or, 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 or of those very modern rhythms in 60s, like the bang 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 of Tell message about the scene today how how what's the scene like in in Spain or in Madrid today for you is it there are there a lot of opportunities have things changed a great deal the night the nightlife in Spain is very strong and it's one of the strongest in Europe everybody knows the Germans and Dutch and, 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 and uh, Danish and uh, the they love to come here because the bars are open in the night. And uh, that gives a lot of opportunities to musicians. It's, it's great for them. And I don't complain. I'm very happy about it. It's not like 80s and mm. 90s until the middle 90s. It was because they the license for clubs and it was different. They want they, they can they, they can at that time they can stay open for even early in the morning. Right. Today are more because the European community is every time more and more and more the law. No, everything is reglament. Uh, for for every little thing, like in the first world, Europe and America, you understand. Everything is controlled. You have to pay for. It. And oh, you got a, oh, a living room there. Oh, okay. with a terrace, they have a different license. Live music, yeah, different license. But you have to you have to insonorize. I mean, soundproof the the place. In eighties. But how is it difficult? Is it difficult to be a musician these days? More difficult, I guess. It's more difficult, honestly. But when somebody gets his name or his little reputation at that time, I can, I can, that helps me today. Mm -hmm. But 
beginners or people starting bands in this style. There is better, better things that at that time when I started, but the real situation, the working situation is not so easy. The good thing, what is the good thing? Is the, the, there is blue societies in every mm -hmm. little town, even in the cities, of course, but even in little town in, 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 in Spain. Blue society in Alicante, blue society in Malaga, society in Galicia. It is great. They organize many, many events for, for bands, and it's great. But the everyday thing, I mean, they, we play four nights in Kiana, and, and, and in, in two blocks from here, they are waiting for us for another week in this place, like in the 80s. It was crazy. I'm making the same money. Listen here, this is very important. I'm going to give you an example. For example, 1987, a normal band in a neighborhood bar, playing in a neighborhood bar, uh, was making, for example, 300 euros at that time. Right. It's the price that they, they want to pay today. It's the same, 30 years later. But that happened in Italy, that happened in France, in London, in, in Canada, in the United States. They say, what, Tonky, don't complain, you know, here in Dallas? In the 80s, we made 300, 400. I give you an example, maybe 250, 400, whatever. I, I, I made 500 at that time. Right. That was like 1,000 euros now. Uh, listen, at that time, petrol, apartments, supermarket, cost half. So you was making a lot of, a lot of money. I, I had my, my good van, I mean, my track, I mean, I, I buy Gibson guitars and, oh, where to get this? It's incredible, man, 335, like, 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 like Chuck Berry? Oh yeah, but this, you are a full-time musician, <laughs> yes. Yes, this is what I do. Even my father, that, 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 that was that, that said at that time. The music is not, was not very stable. They, he became he become one of my biggest fans. And he came even when he was almost 80 with his friends and him to see my concerts. And the, uh, sometimes it's, it's incredible, as many years later, still working a lot, I don't complain. Not like that time, but working a lot and happy. And many of my friends at the school days, architects, doctors, they have bad moments in crisis, like losing uh, his job or, or people that get graduate in the, in the university. And so you never know, you never know in life. It's, it's, it's a mystery, but uh, uh, the crisis in 11, 12 was the bad moment, but now it's recovering a lot. We, we can see it in, in the nightlife. And nightlife. I, know, I know this is a dream, I presume, when you started. Could you have imagined that you would be doing this many, many years later? I was sure that it's, it's going to be my occupation for life. Yeah? It's what you are asking me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
100%. No doubt. And never doubted it? No. I can get tired, but no, 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 not too quick, something like that. Sometimes I get tired and I say, yeah, I want to get lost. But you know what my problem? I get lost, I go to somewhere, Houston, with my friends. Oh, we want to stay for two weeks in Galveston. They, they treat me like I invite them to come here, I make gigs for them. So it's like a, a big operation. And in the second day, we are making barbecue over there in, 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 in nice houses, people, money, money people, I mean, they, they don't have problems like, uh, hey, we have to, no, nada, I got everything covered. It's, I miss something, I need play. You <laughs> think, and I say, come on, Tonky. They are musicians too, they take a rest, man. <laughs> I say, I can't. In the moment that I see a guitar, and tomorrow, Let's, let's go somewhere to, to make a... No, the gigs start the other week. <laughs> let's, let's, you, you said I want to I wanna take a, a break. No, no. It's, it's, it's me that break the, the agreement to, to, to get... A, I never... When I went with my wife at that time, for example, vacaciones, vacations to Mallorca Island, 90s or whatever, my kids were very... Very little kids. I got two. One is musician, a space player with me. Now, oh, really? One, now 26. Um, after two, two nights, I went in Mallorca, Palma de Mallorca, to the central town to, to, to see the, the, the blues club. It was blues clubs and blues de Ville, that's called. And I went there and I, the guys recognized me. There was from Mallorca that they, they recognized me with the half a, a plus man. Oh, uh, are you talking? Yeah, what are you doing here? And I, well, I, I'm in holidays. I mean, in an apartment in, just outside the, the, the city. You know? And I saw the face of my wife like a, mm -mm, like a holidays gonna be <laughs> in trouble now <laughs> because I was booked. <laughs> for three nights there, like Friday, Saturday, and, and Sunday. But I said, okay, guys, I'm gonna play. I, got, I didn't bring my, even my guitar. In there. No, no problem, we got, a, we got a couple of guitars over there. Great, I'll be here tonight. But in the morning, in the day, I don't want, I, I have to be in the beach, having good, but that was my, my way to see the life, always, mm -hmm. with the music, with the occupation become something uh, absolutely essential for my existence. I can imagine nothing like without this. I don't know. I think that everybody must have something like this. I don't oh. think everybody does. No, you are right. You are right. I think you're very lucky to have that. You are right. And maybe it's a curse. No, <laughs> not everybody. Not everybody. Or. Man, a lot of people get uh, uh, um, hobbies like uh, football games to scream in the stadium and, and maybe it's his way to express something or, mm -hmm. or use his time off. But it's true that 
is something to have a passion like this uh, helps a lot because it makes sense in, uh, all the time. If it's music, music. It's, it's, if you are a painter or you are a whatever else, it's, it's essential. In my case, music become uh, the main thing in my in my systems. So no matter if it's easier or it's harder in 80s or 90s, it's what I'm going to do. It's what I know to do. It's, and for me, it's, it's incredible to make happy uh, to the people that uh, another one, please, oh, you're great, oh, what a nice, so things like this. And I say, I'm happy. It's okay. It's the way I, I earn my life that I'm doing something good. Look at that, these people with the smiles. I feel great. I feel something, doing something good. My final it's, question. In keeping with that, but tell me what music has given you the most, or what you have learned the most from this. It's a good question. Looks that that I think many times about it, but not really. Uh, spend the, enough time to to discover this. Uh, many things, different points. For example, one, uh, justify why I'm here. It's my occupation, it's what I do. But one of the better things that the music gave me was that was for me a uh, uh, an excuse to to be um, social mm -hmm. with people, with many kind of different people, learning languages, uh, discovering his way to live, because until you don't visit those places, you imagine things that you don't know how they live, how their, their houses are, how the way they cook, they, they got relationship in his families or friends. It's fantastic. It's, it's, the music is, is the excuse to, to be there, in my case, for, to share. So I will say that this is the most, the most uh, important thing that the music gave me, my occupation as musician. And also make the people happy. For me, it's, it's like uh, I I don't consider myself uh, a model of nothing. That at least I do something that the people appreciate. Mm -hmm. All the opposite, all the opposite to criminals or terrorists or people that making. Uh, making uh, suffer the people for me is like a, I said, well, if I make the people dance and smile, I must be a good man. Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? For sure. You bring good times. Talk to you it was a real honor to meet you. Thank you so much. Me for too, Marco. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for the interview and for your time too. Appreciate your time. Thank you.